Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. She isn't actually a zombie at all. It no? was just an allergic reaction. To nuts. To nuts. Because this movie's really nutty. Nuts. And if you didn't want to hear that, then you just shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. It certainly is. Because what we like to do on this show is we look at upcoming Hollywood blockbusters. We look at all the promotional material for those upcoming Hollywood we blockbusters. We force ourselves through these blockbusters sometimes. <laughs> Some circumstances. And then we attempt to predict as much of the plot as humanly possible. Uh, but that's not what we're doing this week. This is a movie that we've already predicted the plot of. We waited until it came out. We saw it in cinemas in my circumstance. I think Manny D saw it like two weeks ago. Yeah. And then we wait two years and then finally come back and <laughs> revisit and see how close we got to the actual plot. Well, it's it's what our schedule is. But we're yeah, here. That's right. We're here to talk about Zombieland. If you haven't- Zombieland Double Tap, the sequel that's to right. 2009's not, classic. Not the first one. Classic not the first zombie one. zombie horror comedy movie. I would say it's a classic. Yeah, I would say it's a classic. I mean, in whose eyes? It's it has a fandom. I suppose so. Enough to warrant a sequel ten years later. Ten years later. So if you haven't heard our episode on Zombieland, uh, Double, Double Tap, tap yeah. our predictions, go listen to that. You might yes. be a little lost otherwise. Because see the movie as well if you haven't already seen it. Because we're essentially talking about how well we predicted it. Yeah, we're going to spoil the shit out of it. We're going to nut up and shut up and completely spoil everything that actually happened in Zombieland Double Tap and compare it to what we predicted almost two years ago. Now, this was a movie we didn't think we'd get anything right in because there was no trailer. Yeah, there was absolutely no marketing material at all except for two posters. One of them was like a 10-year challenge poster and the other one was just like a, just a weird Z or a, a 2 or weird highways on yeah, fire. And gave a lot of information that yeah, poster. Yeah, absolutely. A complete waste of time. But yeah, we had no trailer. There was no trailer at all released by the time we released the episode. I think it came out a couple of weeks later. But yeah, I remember at the time, I think we were in the cinemas when I first saw the Zombieland Double Tap trailer. And I was like jumping up and down in my seat because I was like, we predicted so many things. I mean, to our credit, we did look at a lot of rumors. And you it, did. Yeah, well, I looked at a lot of rumors. <laughs> and Cheater. Incorporated that into the show just because we had nothing to go on. I was like, we need something. But, right? you know, we didn't use all the rumors and all no. that you're saying. Usually that stuff... I was, and all the rumors turned out to be true, by I the was way. really cautious about that because when does rumors and things like that ever turn out to be true? In very rarely. rarely. Very, very rarely. So I think we were lucky because all the rumors turned out to be dead on. And it wasn't stuff that they really covered in the trailers either. It wasn't until the movie actually came out that I was just like, oh, there we go. All those rumors were true. Because I believe the rumors covered the fact that there were going to be three different types. Well, there's actually four, four different types of zombies in the actual movie. We were a little bit wrong about that. but Yeah, but they said that there were going to be the Homers, the Hawkings and the Ninjas. I don't know why they didn't just go with three H's for alliterations. Couldn't they just make it something else? I guess they just got bored. The Hiders. The Hiders. Yeah, exactly. Something as simple and as stupid. But that, it's, not, been better. it's not pop culture enough for them. So ninjas are pop culture yeah, I now. Don't know. Ninjas are cool, right? I ninjas think you're, are uh, ninjas are eighties and cool and. You're upsetting a lot of Japanese people's heritage. <laughs> People, our ninja listeners who listen to this. Anyway, where am I going with that? Shut up, Kieran, move on. We also explored the rumor that they would start off living in the White House, which they do in the actual movie. They do. And I believe you actually said, and you probably will have this. Yes. To discuss let's, save, later let's, on. let's save what we got right for the actual sure. content of the sure. show. But yeah, I think another thing that was rumored was that Little Rock would run away with Berkeley, which was, was absolutely true. Was that in the true. bio? Was that in the description of the... No, that was one of the rumours. Oh, okay. And I think that was pretty much it. And then you had a lot of your own ideas as well, which we'll get into Which as was well. based on absolutely nothing. Which was based on absolutely Coming nothing. Coming straight out of this head. And I think we incorporated Out of this that mouth and into this mic. Into those plots as well. We, we incorporated a lot of your points into the plot, for better or for worse. We'll discuss it. I think for better. I, I was on fire. 
So before we get into talking about what we got right and what we got wrong, let me just explain. If you haven't heard the original episode, what are you doing here? Go back and listen to it before you listen to this one because it's not going to make any sense otherwise. Because we teamed up to work on this plot together. It's like a partner of the last episode. It's like a sibling. Yeah, exactly. It's this this episode. It's hand in hand with the original episode. That's right. But yeah, because we teamed up to predict the plot of Zombieland Double Tap, instead of awarding points and, you know, two points, half points, whatever, what we just do is we create a ratio. We look at everything we got right and we look at everything we got wrong. We turn that into a ratio and I suppose we see from that balance of that ratio, were we more leaning towards being right on the right track or were we completely off? Yeah, we judge the merit of our predicting powers. Yeah. So let's get straight into it. What we like to do in these circumstances, we like to start with the good news first, I suppose, and then go into the bad news, or do we like to get the bad news out of the way? I don't even remember how our format works for this. <sighs> do you want to do the bad news first, get it over and done with, then we can go to the positive stuff? Yeah, let's do that. Let's, let's do, that. do that. Let's do that. Can I firstly just say, I just want to address it straight off the bat, that the movie Emma Stone was in was Crazy Stupid Love. That's right. what I was talking about last episode. I actually I like that movie. I don't movie. even remember that so conversation. What? Just want to say that was the movie I was talking about. When right, we were talking right. about the actors. Okay. And uh, what was the context of this? What did you say? We're talking about what Emma Stone was in. Right. And, and uh, I was like, there's a movie with Steve Carell. Oh, it's called okay. Love Something. I'm with you I, I pretty much was just like, it was like crazy something or stupid something or love yeah. something. <laughs> It was crazy, stupid love. Right, okay. Ryan Gosling. I'm glad you cleared that up. Everyone's going to be like, whew, thank goodness for that. Well, we need to follow these things up. This is what this show is for. Speaking of which, which is one of our early points, but I've just got to be, I've just got to display a little smug smile on my face right now because oh. one of the first things we discussed was that Bill Murray wouldn't be in the movie. Yeah, that's because the director said he wasn't going to be in the movie. And I believe we bet a beer on oh, this. Oh, yeah, that's true. Where you were oh, I thought adamant. you were just going to give me a smug smile in we're, the podcast and I just know. No, I can't, I can't leave it at a smug smile because I have to address it because it's something we technically got wrong. We spoke about whether Dan Aykroyd and or Bill Murray were going to be in the movie because yeah, that, that was, was a popular a rumor. rumor yep. I was saying that he had to be. You were saying that there was no way possibly he could be in the movie. We settled on the fact that he wouldn't be. I was right, so I'm going to enjoy that beer. Okay, there but we it go. is technically something we. So, got okay, from. so he is in Zombieland Double Tap. He's definitely in he the movie proper, but he isn't in the actual storyline of the movie, which was oh, what we couldn't really wrap what? our heads around because we're like, it doesn't make sense. It's if like a be flashback. There. But yeah, he he does appear in a flashback, which for some reason he's now ten years older. Back in two thousand and nine, <laughs> there's just this old man lumbering around hitting people with chairs. I love that they sort of said, "Oh, you just wanted to see Bill Murray. Let's just give you what you want." That's essentially yeah. how they did it. They were just like, "Yeah, the fans were they just, they were just like, we just want Kieran to be wrong. <laughs> so we're going to put Bill <laughs> Murray need- in the movie. Maddie D deserves that beer." We're going to shoehorn Bill Murray in the movie. They essentially did that. Yeah, that's right. So it was essentially like a post-credit scene. It wasn't even post-credit. It was like pre-credit scene. Right before the end credits, they just sort of forced him in there. Mm. Uh, But you were definitely right on, well, okay, we were definitely wrong on that part. Mainly me, because you were insisting that he would be in the movie. I knew it. I knew it. In my heart, I knew it. So let's talk about what we got wrong in the actual movie other than that. So we didn't acknowledge the fact that there would be a zombie breed called T-800s. No. We kind of alluded to it. So we had this idea that there'd be the Homers, there would be the Ninjas, and there would be the uh, Hawkins. Hawkins. Yep. But How come, by the way, why do they have those three categories of zombies if they just introduce another one that's better? Yeah, like, I don't know. Isn't that just a waste of time? It was Jesse Eisenberg just pissing us off at the start by wasting our time? I, I Yeah, I don't know why. And, and how and are the T-800s had... different from Hawking's? Are we to get that they're smart, but also like Well, they're the persistent? ones that you 
shot in the head and they didn't go down. Like you had to keep shooting them, right? Were that they was shot in thing. the head? Because from I'm the looks of it, they were shooting sure. them in the body like several times. Well, they they met that zombie and then they shot him and he kept coming up. Yeah, but so they that's why it was the I didn't notice any. He had bullets in his face, but he didn't have bullets in his brain area. And I he swear didn't they die shot until him they the stamped on his. I was confused by that scene, but yeah. He didn't die until they stamped on his brain. So, obviously, he wasn't directly shooting him in the brain. So, I was just like, all right, just fucking shoot them in so the head. So, he's just a normal zombie. Yeah. <laughs> Waste of time. But Would did have you been better if they well, were invisible. Speaking yes. of the T-800, so, at the end, their Babylon, the community that they end up staying in, mm-hmm. is attacked by, like, you, a the horde The settlement of, that they're in. Yeah, they're yeah. attacked by a horde of T-800s. These supposed, like, smarter, more agile zombies. There's a moment where they just stand in one spot looking at our heroes, just waiting to have, like, TVs and heavy stuff dropped on them. <laughs> there was no reason at all for them just to be standing there. It was, like, following Zack Snyder Dawn of the Dead remake rules. <laughs> just, like, they're only running around when they need to be. Yeah. Like, when they want to be chasing people. But when, when they need to be standing in one specific position, they just stand there lingering for ages, like fast zombies always do for some reason. They just stand there like, I don't know, what, what are they doing? Why were they just standing there waiting to die? I don't know. The zombies were, like, very, very tame a lot of the time. Yeah, that's right. And then when they needed to be dangerous, they were. So, I don't know, whatever. But essentially... whatever. I think that's what the writers said. (laughs) Essentially, we thought the next evolution of zombie was going to be the ninja. Yeah. It was not. There was another step. Yeah, why did they have four? Anyway. (laughs) It didn't make any sense. But I think the whole... We'll get into it when we discuss what we got right. But I think the whole angle that we were approaching it with is that the zombies are getting smarter. And I guess technically we're right. So, we were wrong in the way that we didn't predict the T-800s directly, but we also didn't predict the other three. It was a very loose way. I needed to find something we were wrong about. Oh, Let's okay, just put it that wow. way. Because we, I was listening to this episode and call me out if Spoilers. I'm wrong, but I was like, we're pretty much nailing this and there's only a few little things or we, yeah. or we get a detail slightly wrong. Like, you're right. Yes. We essentially said the, the zombies are getting smarter, which is essentially the truth, but yeah. we kind of didn't get it accurately enough. No, I suppose not. So uh, that was your first point, wasn't it? Yes, <laughs> other than the Bill Murray thing. Okay. Another thing we said that we were very wrong about is the character of Madison. That's absolutely right. Yeah, we couldn't have been further from was truth. my favorite character in the whole movie, by the way. Yeah, I, thought she I know stole, why. I thought she stole the movie. Because she's your type. <laughs> she's my type? Yeah, that's your type. That's the sort of girl that you're interested in. So, <laughs> What are you saying? If you were Jesse Eisenberg, you'd be completely I, happy to I leave Emma Stone very, behind. Very ver- I have a very versed attraction to many different people. Yeah, I don't especially have a, the Madison I types. don't have a type. Thank you very much. I love all people. There's a specific person in Maddie D's past that specifically reminds me of Madison. Just want to let the audience know. <laughs> Look at him. I like. I, He's blushing. Now. I I thought she. I thought she was fun. I thought I liked her performance in it. And I it, thought she was a very sort of like outdated character. Yeah, like, I know. It, it was directly it was from very, like the late two thousands. It was very. It was a dangerous sort of character to play because it could have just been offensive. And I think a lot of it, it could. You could argue that it was, but yeah. I don't know. She had fun with it, and she was the only person that was, in my opinion, having fun with the movie. Yeah, I suppose so. So yeah. that's why I like enjoyed her. But we kind of thought that she would be. A very, very sinister presence. Yeah, in the movie. we thought she'd be the villain. We also thought she'd be smart, which is hilarious. We said back that now. she was going to be the smart person of the group of survivors. Yeah. That she meets Columbus on an intellectual our level. Met, and yeah, she meets Columbus on an intellectual level, <laughs> which is we, hilarious. We also thought that maybe she was uh, later on when the trailer came around. I remember we had discussions that were like, "Oh, the she's the pretending ditz, the ditzy act is just an act." Yeah, but it wasn't. So that surprised me in the movie. But we're wrong about Madison and her character. Another thing we got wrong was uh, the idea. Well, we'll kind of write that they meet other survivalists, but we said that they would not meet a settlement, which I was saying they would. 
which they technically well, we'll get do. into this further when we talk about it what was we got Babylon, right. but we decided that there weren't going to meet. Well, no, we decided that the survivors that were going to be there, like mirror images, wouldn't be from the settlement, and they weren't. That's true. That's true. But we said there wouldn't be a settlement. Yeah, that's true. We said that there won't be like a specific settlement, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that further when so, we get things yeah, that we so, got right. But yeah, so technically, we decided there wasn't going to be a settlement, which no. there was. Which I sort of said, by the way. Okay, we'll get into it. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, we'll get your time. We, we spoke about Berkeley being a con artist. Yep. No, he was not. Well, we could argue that he was. He was pretending to be a songwriter when he actually oh, wasn't. Oh, well, that's very loose. I think you mean was... like he wasn't malicious. He didn't have malicious intent. We kind of had this thought that he was manipulating Little Rock. That's right. And that was not the case. Maybe he was to try to like I think in the her, end we but... said that he was working for Madison and didn't really want to. To take her to zombies in Mount Rushmore, which she yes. was like sacrificing to yes. a, a, to genius, a genius leader zombie. Who's a clown. <laughs> Who's a clown. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, Tallahassee didn't have a beard Not a distinctive nope. survival beard That was something I pitched and we He didn't have a wrong. beard on the poster either So I'm not surprised at all He didn't have a beard I don't in know why I just thought Hey, this is different uh, He could have a beard That'd be fun I don't think Columbus would have had a beard So <laughs> No Unless her name is uh, Wichita So something we got wrong Is we thought Nevada Madison and Berkeley, Nevada Nevada don't make, don't make the same mistake the You made in the original state episode state Nevada uh, Madison and Tallahassee We thought they'd all Not Tallahassee Berkeley We thought they'd all know each other But yeah. they don't Actually all those characters Are all separate Independent Yeah that's right They they don't really know each other at all We kind of lobbed everybody In this one group But that wasn't the case There were just no. people They met along the way We said that Berkeley Is going to be somewhat dangerous Not really and Here's we, a question we Just said, before we, we yep. discuss Berkeley further How come Berkeley Survived for so long What was he doing So he would have been about He would have been eight When the first movie was around So was he surviving by himself as a child and as a young teen for this whole time? And he's seen, and he's a pacifist as well, so it's not like he's going around killing zombies. So maybe he was getting high somewhere. Yeah, maybe he was. He was in the freezer next door to Madison. Like he was in the <laughs> he was in the freezer. Yeah, across the room. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. They never really address it. No, and he seems to be an idiot as well. So. Well, we did say he's a- ignorant, so we thought he was going to be malicious, but then we decided, no, Madison is the mastermind, and he's yeah. just, like, being lackey, exploited. Yeah. He's the lackey, yeah. We said the final fight was going to be in Mount Rushmore. Yep, as we mentioned earlier. Richie Rich style. That yes. doesn't happen. We had no idea, guys. Like, and by we, the way, I just want to point out as well. pull stuff out of our asses. I just want to point out as well that Washington, D.C. is nowhere near Mount Rushmore. So I just, yeah, said, I, I just said, what's close? I realized that what as well. What can we get to on foot? Ignoring the fact that they spend the whole movie driving around, there's still petrol and working cars 10 years after, you know, all, there's no mechanics or anything like that. Yeah, I said, oh, Mount Rushmore is close to Washington, D.C. It's not. It's not no. even in the same state. No. So I was an idiot there. Oh, well, we're not, not Americans. Knowing, yeah, we, we don't know, we don't know American, American geography. geography. And I'm sure Americans don't know Australian geography yeah. either. So. so when they make a zombie movie in Australia where they start off in the... Opera House and they go to Uluru. Well, there is actually a, a, I can't remember what it was called. It was called like Wormwood or something like that. There is actually an Australian zombie movie where they're like out in the middle of nowhere and then suddenly end up in a city like really quickly. <laughs> that's Australia though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I suppose that's more accurate. Anyway. Another thing we got wrong was we thought they would bring back the clown thing. We thought they would, it would end up with him fighting well, again, a clown. You could argue. You could argue, but we'll get there. I mean, he goes into a clown car. That's the closest we get to revisiting that. Yeah, which I count, by the way. We said that the bad guy is going to be a human who dies in a very over-the-top way. Yeah. We said There's that no human bad guy at all. There's so. no bad guy full stop. No, right? that's right. It's just like people... There's people who are antagonistic, but they're not really bad guys. Yeah, so. they don't They don't have ill intentions. So the, the zombies are mainly just the bad guys. So I guess you could say the antagonist is Berkeley, but he doesn't have... He's not no, he's trying not to malicious. do a bad thing. Yeah, he's yeah. not malicious. So there's no real bad guy. 
We were wrong. We also said there was going to be a zombie who was going to be a really intelligent zombie that was had some kind of business yeah, he's relationship. Yeah, the evil clown one. With, with Madison. With Madison. Yeah. So he was going to be the big bad guy, but he was going to be like, it was going to be a surprise that Madison was actually the bad yeah, guy. Yeah, that's right. Completely wrong. Completely, completely wrong. wrong. Uh, I also mentioned, yeah, Madison is not the bad guy. She's not working with Berkeley. They didn't really have a relationship until right at the end. Nope. But they had a romance. That's right. Who uh, saw that coming? Not me. <laughs> Who cares? I kind of thought they might have been brother and sister before oh. I watched the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have presumed that, even though they're completely different races. Yeah, but Madison anyway. and Berkeley are not leading Little Rock to Mount Rushmore to feed zombies. Uh, there's no setup for a third movie. I mean, I don't no. know if you did want to debate that, but it didn't feel like there was. Well, we can discuss what we settled on when we talk about what we got right. Madison, I think we were on the right track in our discussion. Madison isn't bossing around Berkeley, and that is all I had for what wow. we got wrong. That's it. It was brief. I think we did really well, and that was 15 Well, we'll point, discuss that. 16 points, sorry. 16. 16. Okay, there you go. Wow. Well, I think we're, this is a good sign. This is a good sign. My last point is get a beer from Kieran. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're just going to hammer that home. Yes, because you would do the same thing if you were right. That's right, I would. Now, before we get into listing what we actually got right in the movie, I just want to give some Matty D kudos points as oh, well. Ah, thank you. Because before we discussed the rumours and before we discussed our plot proper, you actually outlined everything that you thought was going to happen before you knew anything in advance. So I just want to quickly go over everything that you said that was dead on the money. <laughs> so you said that they're going to meet a new settlement, which is true. They're going to meet another group of survivors, which is also true. You said that Luke Wilson's character, who was Albuquerque in the movie, is going to be the leader of the group of survivors. He technically was he? in his little duo. Okay. So, I wouldn't say that Thomas Middleditch is the leader. He's the Tallahassee version. Yeah, that's right. So I, I credited that as being on the money. You said that Nevada and Tallahassee will have a romance. They absolutely do. You said that Columbus and Wichita have a falling out. They absolutely do. You said that Madison plays the new love interest for Columbus. She is. You said that Madison causes a rift between Columbus and Wichita. That was true. And you said that Columbus has new rules for the zombie apocalypse. He's expanded his ten. It's in the 200s, apparently. You said now. that, I think, didn't you? Yeah, we, we, we incorporated that into our actual mm. plot. But yeah, you were on the money there. And you said that the zombies are becoming smarter, which is true. And you also said that Bill Murray would be in the movie, <laughs> which was, again, on the money. <laughs> Look at that. How good am I this episode? Wow. Yeah, there you go. So just that was just kudos for you. Over so here. that doesn't count towards our it. overall points. That, that should that was be a just... segment all the time. Yeah, maybe. D points. Yeah, maybe. Well, <laughs> it doesn't happen I just enough. Thought, I just thought it was worth giving you your due because you came in with, with no prior knowledge mm. at all and just got so many things right just off the top of your head. So getting into what we actually claimed would happen in the movie and that we got dead on the money. We thought the movie would open with Jesse Eisenberg's Columbus narrating as he did in the first one, which is absolutely true. That did happen. I was so happy. I, you could not believe the smile on my face when I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> opening up the movie, I was like, oh, wow, I certainly missed He's this in the last back. 10 years. That was an uncanny Jesse Eisenberg, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Sound a bit more like Vince Vaughn. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> we discussed the new zombies, the Homers, the Hawkings, and the Ninjas, and we thought that the Homers would be slow, uh, I guess slow-witted. They are slow-witted in the action slow, movie. Slow, stupid, typical zombies. We thought that the Hawkings would be smarter than the average zombie. That's smarter than the average zombie. That was absolutely <laughs> true. And we thought that the ninjas would hide and be sort of covert before attacking their prey, which is absolutely true. How does that make them different from normal zombies? Uh, I guess they just rely on jump scares rather than just being out in the open the whole time. Yeah, and wouldn't a ninja zombie be the same as a hawking zombie? Apparently not. Okay. So the way that they explained it later in the movie is when they had that bus scene when Jesse Eisenberg's standing on the top of the bus and they're all round the bottom shooting at the zombies. The way that they explained the difference was they show a homer off in the distance chasing a butterfly 
sort of like a, a stupid, fat, slow-witted zombie just dancing around, not even a threat to them. They don't even bother shooting it. Then they show the Hawkings. They try and sneak up on Columbus. They try and sneak up on Jesse Eisenberg by exploiting. When he's looking the other way, he goes behind him. And then they show a ninja who's hiding underneath the bus and tries to leap out and attack them. Yeah. So that's how they explain the difference in the movie, I suppose, in a very loose way. But yeah, I, I like you. I don't really see a lot of the differences between the three. I mean, the Homer is obvious. Yeah. That's obvious. But then like the Hawkings and the ninjas are too similar in my mind. And then the T-800 just comes in and mixes all that up as well. And doesn't really add any danger. Like, no. There's that one scene where they don't go down and we're like, ooh, this might come back later. And then no. it doesn't really They just seem like normal zombies later on. Like, I guess we're just told that they're better. But it's just adding really... to the fun of the world, I think, is what they're Yeah, I suppose. Doing. So they're just trying to up the game. Anyway, moving on. So we said that the introduction would be followed by a slow motion montage of zombie violence set to a Metallica song. Boom! Of course they had to do that. I said there's Boom. no point making the movie if they don't do that. So of course they did it. They did to Master of Puppets this time around. I'm just pleased it was another Metallica song. Personally, I think Ride the Lightning would have been better. But, you know, <laughs> we can't all have my favorites. It'll be for the third movie. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, if they do it. In another 10 years. Yeah, exactly. We made that joke last time. We said that after the montage, we'll cut to Tallahassee sitting behind the presidential desk in the Oval Office in the White House. Oh my God, exactly we what saw happened. that, yes. That, yeah, he had his feet up on the desk. It was great. He gave uh, Wesley Snipes a presidential pardon. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows if he was still alive or not, but you know, the thought was there. Uh, didn't he mention he, could, he was also going to detonate... We mentioned that in the show, where he's going to push the button and just kill all the zombies. No, that didn't happen in the actual movie. Oh, okay. As far as I know, it didn't happen. We thought that Wichita isn't meeting Columbus on the same intellectual level in their relationship. I technically counted that as right, because she seems to have the best intentions, but then he's always, oh, well, you wrote in my first edition of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and like, <laughs> just the conversations they have seem to make that obvious. Yeah. Like she seems to be a normal person. He seems to be like a 3D cartoon character. <laughs> Flanderized well, version like, of his previous he's self. He's like reading books and stuff, isn't he? And he's yeah, he's very intelligent. Yeah, so, that's right. You know, <laughs> apparently, that's so. why they broke up because he's very intelligent. Yes, <laughs> too smart for her. Anyway, so we thought that Columbus and Wichita would break up, and then she and Little Rock would leave the group. That was absolutely what happened. That's exactly they left what happened. in the dead of the night. Now, I just wanted to point out as well that I mentioned a scene from Dawn of the Dead where Flyboy and Francine have a scene like where they're pretending... To have, like, dinner, right? They have dinner and um, Flyboy proposes to Francine and she turns him down because she's like, oh, it wouldn't be real. They essentially do that shot for shot in this movie. They do. Where Columbus proposes to Wichita and she turns him down because she's like, oh, it doesn't mean anything, it wouldn't be real. I'm like, that is just straight up from Dawn of the Dead. And they also mentioned Dawn um, of the Dead in the movie. Kieran, it's a homage. It's paying respect. Okay, it's an homage, to, is it? Yes. Or is it a homage? It's, it's a homage. A, like it's a homage. It's a, homage. It's a homerage. Okay, I got you. I got you. So yeah, I just thought that was interesting to point out because I'm like, that is lifted straight from Dawn of the Dead. And they would know because they mentioned Dawn of the Dead, as I said, in this movie. Their audience wouldn't know. Yeah, I guess not. So they, they're sneaky. It didn't happen in the Dawn of the Dead remake, so they won't know. <laughs> we thought that Little Rock would fall in love with Berkeley and they'd run off together, abandoning Wichita, which is absolutely true. Uh, we also thought that Madison would form a relationship with Berkeley because he's her age and she's never had a romantic relationship before. Dead on the money. Basically, the first guy that they come across, she's like, that's my boyfriend. <laughs> how did she know about Bob Dylan? Did she like, were her parents really into Bob Dylan as, as children? Like, how did Who she knows? know all this music? Oh, maybe they found music on their travels. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Tallahassee, maybe Columbus. Maybe this was all in the White House. There wasn't an extensive record collection in the <laughs> White House. So maybe that's where she found out about Bob Dylan. I don't know. Now, we thought as well that the overall plot of the movie would be our group of heroes trying to track down Little Rock in Berkeley. I mean, it is. And it is. 
and we thought that Little Rock and Berkeley would be travelling to a dangerous situation or location. And they are. Which, in a way, they are because they're going to a commune that doesn't have any sort of way to defend themselves for well, some reason, they f- yet they survived for 10 years. So. Aren't they first going to Graceland? Yeah, that's right. They're going and to Graceland. they go to the settlement. Yeah. But either way, they're worried because they're just like, well, he's a pacifist, so he's not going to be able to defend himself. Little Rock's on her own. What if they get swamped? Yeah. So we were dead on the money either way. Mm-hmm. Now, we thought overall, we had this discussion already when we talked about what we got wrong, but we thought that overall Berkeley would have the best intentions, ultimately have the best intentions, which he does. He's just trying to be romantic. He just wants to smash. Yeah, he does. So, Just wants that smashed avocado on toast. Yeah, exactly. And only get in... Uh, Graceland. In Graceland. And yeah. then in a commune. In Babylon. But yeah, we were, we were right there. So I think originally we tossed up the idea, as we discussed, that he might be a villain, but ultimately we settled on, no, he's, he's got the best intentions at heart. Yeah, so they want to get her back because they want her to be part of their group again, and also they don't trust the hippie. Yeah, that's I right, because he's a pacifist. Tallahassee hates hippies, Yeah, which right. I kind of liked in the movie. because yeah, he's super right-wing, I suppose. Anyway. Oh, he totally is. Yes. Look at him, he totally is. We thought that Madison and Columbus would have a relationship. Yep, they do. I guess they just sort of sleep together, and I guess Madison thinks that they're boyfriend and girlfriend. Someone basically brings it up sarcastically, and she's like, oh, is it official? Yeah, they never really have that talk, do they? No. Oh, Columbus. We thought that Wichita would be jealous of Madison. I suppose you could argue the point, but I definitely think she was. There was a lot of resentment there. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Was she jealous? Yeah, I think so. I definitely think so. Well, she had a lot of animosity she towards did, Madison yeah. because she she basically wanted to get back with Columbus. And then, when, and then when she saw that he'd moved on pretty quickly, she was upset by it. Mm. Now, we thought as well that Wichita would join back up with Columbus and Tallahassee after Little Rock leaves her. That absolutely does happen. And now... I don't know how we predicted this or why we predicted this, but we predicted that they'll just steal a joke directly from Shaun of the Dead by coming across a group of survivors who are their equals in every way. I mean, they did. They did that exact joke. Yes. I couldn't believe that. There was no shame in that. There was two points in the movie where they just directly stole a joke from Shaun of the Dead. But the whole difference between Zombieland and Shaun of the Dead, where Shaun of the Dead will do it like quickly and snappily, where in Zombieland, Double Tap, they'll just draw it out over like 15 minutes, the they're same like, joke. They're like pointing at their joke, being like, look what we did. Look at did. how funny this look is. Look what we did. And I was just sitting there going like, oh, come on, guys, we've seen this. Like, Shaun of the Dead isn't like a little independent indie movie that no one's seen. It was like the OG original zombie comedy movie that everyone... In fact, Zombieland wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Shaun of the Dead. Also... So the fact that they had the hide to directly rip off jokes from... Oh my God, look at that vein. Shaun of the Dead. Vein in your forehead head there Look, and then pass them off as original it was it didn't even add anything to it that no. whole scene uh i was I they did the same joke but worse we were discussing like oh th- like these actors are really really good so what are they going to use like how are they going to be in the movie and it's like oh they're just there for a gag and not a really good gag anyway it's yeah exactly kind of like we thought a- they'd be more fleshed out characters but it was just sort of like a lame you know and they, they kept pointing out the joke as well like typical american comedy style <laughs> they were just just like they're the same they're the same. Did you notice they're the same? <laughs> oh, they're kind of similar. Yeah, they're the same. And I'm like, stop pointing out the fucking joke. We get it. But then it got even funnier because they didn't see that they were the same. Yeah, yeah, that, exactly. oh. well, that was just a way of pointing it out to the audience. Oh, it was. Oh, it made me so mad. Let us move on. <laughs> right. So, okay, here we go. Here's the big point of contention. Not the Bill Murray. I think that's another point of contention. But this other point of contention, we thought that this new survival group who are their equals and opposites in every way, I suppose, would be surviving on their own and not part of a larger community. Maddie D was a huge whiny bitch about this point in the original <laughs> episode. He's like, I really 
really think they should be in a part of a community? Like he kept bringing it up and over and over. It was getting more and more um, frustrated. It was there. It was in the movie. There was a community in the movie. I am absolutely happy to acknowledge that because we did agree that that would happen in the movie. But this group of survivors, were they part of that big, large community? No, they were not, Kieran. I'm so glad I put my foot down and said they're not part of a bigger community because that's how it was well, in the movie. you said there would be no community at all. So I was more right in that circumstance. Yeah, I suppose so. Do I actually go into the fact that they come across a community? No, we don't. We don't say that they yeah, go okay. to a community. There we go. That's not there at all. All right. So but yes, I did give you kudos, though. You did. You did. And to be fair, you did say we'd meet these survivors and they'd be doing the exact same thing as yeah. our survivors were doing, which and is you, true. You were like which throwing a little tanty, stamping I, your feet, being like, "No, I really think they'll be in a community." Kieran, there was a community, community in the I movie. Know. But you thought if we'd said, "Oh, yep, they're part of a community," we would have been wrong. True. So there well, we go. Well, te- technically, we kind of would have been right. Well, I but- wish you just move on. <laughs> I've had my say. <laughs> and you've had enough of your say. So, so we said that the new survivors... Won't be the, won't be the last whiny tantrum I throw. I okay, fair enough. You said that the new survivors would have their own survival rules that they follow. No, that was us that we said that. It wasn't you. <laughs> Why am I giving you the credit? <laughs> we said that the new survivors have their own survival rules that they follow. They do. They Good do. Old Middle uh, Ditch has wh- his own commandments. Commandments, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and that was another joke that went slightly too long as well. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a bad joke, but it went slightly uh, It was too fine, long. it was fine. We thought Madison might have her own rules. Yeah. I remember that was a discussion yeah. we had. Let's skip over the fact that we said that. But anyway. No, actually, I think that is to our credit because Madison says she does have her own rules, which is just stay in the freezer. <laughs> so Rule techni- one, stay in the we freezer. Right. We were technically right there, so I'm going to count that. Now, we also thought that Columbus would have more rules. We've discussed this already. has over 200 now, so we're dead on the money there. Yep. We thought that the new survivors would be initially antagonistic towards our heroes, and they were. Well, they are, yeah. They literally destroyed the beast, the fancy car that uh, Tallahassee spent his lifeblood making. They just destroy it with the, what is it? The monster truck. The big fat reaper, the monster truck. And they had that full conversation about parking in another man's driveway. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) Which, again, they had to explain the joke to us. I don't think they're talking about driveways. Yeah, we get it. Thanks. (laughs) Well, everyone needs to to get the joke. We can't. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot. Leave no man behind. I forgot they were still back in 2009 rules of comedy. So it's not sophisticated at all, I suppose. But anyway. We thought that Thomas Middleditch would play a comic relief character. Of course he does. He plays the second Jesse Eisenberg. He plays a character called Flagstaff. I didn't get the reference, but I'm sure it's an American thing. Is that a place? It's got to be. Look. It's got to be a place with a university, so he's smart. All criticism of this gag aside, they did a really good job being the, the other versions yeah. of these characters. I thought like, Luke Wilson was a little bit overplayed. Mm. Like, it, it didn't really... He doesn't really fit the type for me. Like, if they no, just got some other... it was a weird other, casting, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. If they got some other sort of southern actor who was... He was kind of like running around being Yosemite Sam. Yeah, that's right. But they, yeah... They should have got Rook in, um, the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. I did really like Thomas oh. Middleditch's interpretation of Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, he did was, a good Jesse Eisenberg. Good. Yeah. We thought that Nevada and Tallahassee would hook up by the end of the movie. They do. Ding. I think she joins their group of survivors. I think we'll get to that as well. And we thought that they'd call back to Columbus's fear of clowns from the first movie. It was something you listed that we got wrong, but it was actually in the movie. It was something, it was definitely right. There, there, there was a clown car and he didn't even like the clown car, apparently. I mean, that was the only is... thing that was brought back about it. Like he drove a car, which how, I don't know. If you're scared of spiders... And there was you, a car with a spider on yeah, it, like a picture of a spider. Do you want to go into a car with a picture of a spider on it? I Apparently guess it depends not. how severe your fear depends is. Depends right? on how flanderized your character is, I suppose. <laughs> how bad the writing is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> people like this movie. Or, yeah. Did anyone actually like this movie? Well, people aren't talking about it. Tell us at home. Yeah, please let us know. Did you love this movie? Did you think it was better than the first one? I don't see how you could, but still, if you did, I want to hear your reasons. We've discussed this already, but we thought that the final fight would be a big explosion fest with lots of zombie killings. Ignore the fact that it was at Mount Rushmore, but yes, that was absolutely true. It was. The whole fight seemed to revolve around they an explosion. They upped the ante. 
They upped the ante. They absolutely did. But yeah, so we were on the money there. I'm giving it. I'm paying us that one. And we thought, here we go. We thought that the plot would be overall a lot simpler than we were predicting. And that was absolutely true. <laughs> We were getting into all sorts of elaborate details, as we heard when you just Yeah, they were what we training the zombies. Yeah. Uh, there was a zombie mastermind. Malicious intent. Yeah. It, it, like, there it was, was way more dumbed down than the, that. The plot was very loose. Very, yes. very loose. Yes, it was. Very long movie, but not a lot of things actually happening. No. Also, just to add on to stuff we got right, we technically said that Madison was going to die. Yeah. And she doesn't, but there's a scene in the movie where we think that she Yeah, does. okay, wow. Well, I can't Do really pay that because he doesn't. Point? No, I don't think so. Okay, fair enough. We thought that the movie would end with a status quo being restored, but with Nevada joining their team. That's uh, absolutely right. Yeah, I guess so. so. Everything's all back to normal. The team's back together. Nothing has really changed except for Nevada being there. They so, have yeah. this weird monologue about where home is. Yeah. Home is in the car. Apparently you know? so. <laughs> or in the freezer in some circumstances. <laughs> uh, and the last thing that I said, and here we go, here's my other point of contention. Right. We thought that Bill Murray wouldn't be in the main storyline, but... Technically, he wasn't. So I'm going to pay that as something we got right. What? He was in the movie. We said he, was, he would he not was be in, in the, the movie. movie. We, oh, no, okay. So what I how I'm crediting it is oh I'm saying my God. it didn't make any sense that he'd be around in 2019. And was he? He wasn't. No, he was not. So they, we flash back to 2009. So what I'm saying is if we say that what we settled on was that it doesn't make any sense for him to be there at all. So therefore, he won't be around. You're really grasping here. Yeah, he won't be around. So right. technically, he wasn't in the movie proper, but he was in the overall film in, an, in like an end credit scene. Maddie D, there's no way that Bill Murray's going to be in this movie. Why would they put Bill Murray in the movie, Maddie D? All right. So yeah, as we said, you were right in that regard, and we were technically wrong. But I just want to say, I better say, be getting this beer. This better be not your yeah, way. It's of not. It's not. I'm just saying, to our credit, they didn't seem to think that there was any way to have Bill Murray in 2019. No. So of course, well, yeah, he certainly wasn't with the other Ghostbusters walking around no, as a zombie. He wasn't. So, but he was in the movie. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to give us kudos there. So if you add all those points up, we get twenty nine points. Wow. So the ratio a landslide. Is, is a little bit close, but you know it's still in our favour. We still pretty much nailed it with no information, no trailer whatsoever. We nailed it. I mean, we cheated a little bit, but we did. But I think we really. We I didn't have that much information. It's weird when we do these shows where we have no information and we get like surprisingly close to the plot because I think we just rely on the formula. Yeah, that's right. So if they did something different and wacky, we would have been dead. We wrong. were sort of expecting them to do something We'd different, but they did wrong. <laughs> but because we followed the formula, we were like, we were in. Yeah, <laughs> we're in like Flynn. We got it. There we go. So yeah, all right. So before we wrap up, let's talk about what we thought of the movie overall because this is apparently something we do now. We, we initially we said we weren't going to do that, but now we just we do it used to we can't say help that ourselves. you know our opinions don't belong in this show, but you know it's our show so far. Now we have big egos, we have opinions that we want to share, and we need to. It's like a therapy session, I think. This part of the yes part of the episode where we talk about how the show, yes. how the how the movie how the movie made us feel. Yeah. Well, there was a few points that I just wanted to bring up as well that I I think I mentioned them briefly, but I just wanted to get them off my chest because I wrote them down when I was rewatching the movie. I mentioned that they stole two jokes from Shaun of the Dead. We talked about in depth. The, what was the other one? Yeah. Yeah, coming across the survivors that looked exactly the same. But the other one, which I haven't mentioned yet, is they stole the overly complicated times as directions gag from Shaun of the Dead as well. When Columbus is standing on top of the bus going, uh, one o'clock, 1130, uh, 1.15. Oh. That was directly taken and expanded on a joke from Shaun of the Dead. Remember when they're in the bar and Shaun's got the shotgun and everyone's throwing times at him. They're going like, oh, two o'clock, uh, 11.35. And he's like, keep it simple. <laughs> that was exactly the same joke. They did that exact joke. Again, they just stole it again. And again, the Zombieland version was like 15 minutes. I didn't and this was like a two-minute joke in Shaun of the Dead. Uh, another thing I want to point out, though, so the whole reason that he was on top of the bus and they were getting rid of all the zombies and 
all that chaos was going on was because they were trying to take the bus so they could travel in comfort, but then they don't end up taking the bus at all because the front tires are destroyed by like a spike strip. So that whole scene, that whole extended point of time was just a complete waste of time, was it not? Yes, it was. None of that needed to happen at all because they just no. went back to their There's minivan. There's so many parts of the movie that didn't need to happen. You could like take so many It could have been out. an hour 20 movie, to be honest. This, this movie was, was long. Yeah, was it like an hour 50? It was almost what two it was, hours. This was long. And I watched this with our for our 100th. So I watched this in... Yeah. I watched this in... With, oh, with every other movie that you had to I watch I watched for that. eight movies in a row and this was one of the movies I watched. So like... The, the length of it really was... I was feeling it. Yeah. I was yeah. feeling it. I just got really mad when they just ended up going back to the minivan after all that effort. I was just like, I get that it's a joke. I mean, they stole a lot of the jokes from Shaun of the Dead, but I get that it was for the gag, but that just really frustrated me. I'm like, we didn't achieve anything by doing all of that. Well, wasn't the whole point of that to... Like, it was giving us an action scene. Yeah. But it was also establishing the characters again. Yeah, I like suppose how so. competent Columbus is, and then how and not Wichita competent and Madison, yeah, Madison is, and you know. And I guess they showcase the zombies a bit, and then they show off the T eight hundred. But you could have just done that. Yeah, that's a lot for quicker. the T eight hundred. I think that scene was for the T eight hundred. You could have done it in an easier, quicker fashion that didn't waste our time, to be honest. <laughs> And also, for some reason, Nevada calls Tallahassee Florida, and I got so confused. I'm like, wait, is he Florida? Has he always been Florida? No, he's Tallahassee. Why Why was he suddenly Florida in this movie? I don't know. Everyone else called any... him Tallahassee, right? Yeah, I know, but for some reason, Nevada just called him Florida. I don't know my American geography, so like... I'm presuming Tallahassee is in Florida. Oh, but did still. he have something... Floriding, Floridine. Let me say that again. Did he have something from Florida? No. So I don't know. I can't Maybe remember. his accent. Maybe his <laughs> way of life. I don't know. Maybe but... she already knew a Tallahassee. So couldn't, oh, she maybe. couldn't get confused with two Tallahassees. So she decided to call him Florida. Yeah. Or Tallahassee B. But I was so confused. I was just <laughs> like, Florida, D. when did he become Florida? Uh, yeah, like I said, it just really hurt my brain. I'm sure there's a reason for it. Yeah. I can't remember that at all. It's been a while since I watched the movie. I, you watched it recently, right? Yeah, that's right. I watched it yesterday. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. There's probably a reason for it. Now, another thing I noticed in the movie as well, that Abigail Breslin's role was greatly reduced. Yes. She was barely in the movie. What's the deal with that? I get that she isn't like a big name anymore and she isn't like the cute kid anymore but what's the deal with like completely almost cutting her out of the movie well i guess they had to have her in the movie they couldn't she was the mcguffin yeah essentially but yeah i guess it was just because like i said she isn't a big name anymore and she doesn't have like the hollywood face she doesn't she isn't hollywood good looking so they're all just like let's put her in the background of the movie it's not sad yeah it is sad it made me sad she was bringing it in the movie and i think she could have done a lot more yeah yeah i wish she was in the movie more she could have done a lot more all right so that's all my gripes out of the way so overall manny d let's rank them how do you feel about these two zombie land movies you know is the second movie better than the first like how would you how would you rate them second movie is not better than the first no and I didn't like the first. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. Uh. Would you recommend people watch this movie? No. No? Not even fans of the first movie? Maybe if you're fans of the first movie. I'd say movie. if you're a super fan of the first movie. If you love Maybe. that first movie and want more, Maybe. watch Zombieland Double Tap. But I'm of the same opinion I won't as you. Say, I won't say I didn't have any fun in it, because I did. I had fun in it. Yeah, uh, there, there was were, fun moments. There were parts that I enjoyed. I always liked seeing Woody Harrelson. The bit when uh, Madison called Tallahassee Tally Tally. I thought that was hilarious. I thought Madison carried this whole movie for me. I thought she okay, was the most entertaining part of it. So this is 2009 Maddie D talking when these <laughs> jokes would have been appropriate. No, I'm serious. I thought she was the funniest character there. Okay, so, there you go. Again, because she was your type. But it's the only thing that was new. It was the yeah, only thing that was new. That's true. There was a lot of revisiting old sort of stuff and, you know, stuff that we've seen before. Yeah. Even the slow montage at the start, like the, the cool montage set to the Metallica song, 
like didn't have the same weight that the first movies one had. It was just, you know, it was just felt very lackluster. The special effects didn't look as good. Yeah. It kind of, yeah. <laughs> they, there was no upping of the ante. No. How did you feel about it? I know you've not well, been I didn't, shy like about I said, your opinions Like I it. said, I didn't love the first movie when I saw it. I saw it when it came out. You watched it more recently. Mm-hmm. I didn't love the movie back then. And the second movie, it was really, for me, it was very much a chore to sit through. You know what? When did the first movie come out originally? 2009. 2009. So if this movie, as in Zombieland Double Tap, came out like 2009, 2010, 2011, be like, yeah. fine. Yeah. But the fact that it took 10 years to, to do make the same shit. This. And I'm just like, no one was really calling for this movie. No one. No. Everyone would be fine without it. I mean, I know the first movie was really popular, but like, it wasn't an itch that needed to be addressed. And they didn't do anything. In 10 years, you couldn't add anything else. No. It yeah. annoys me that, yeah, it annoys me that it took this long to make the same movie. It wasn't necessarily a bad movie. It was just, yeah, it was disappointing in how forgettable. Was it one of our forgettable movies? I don't even think it made it to there. No, I don't think it did. Yeah, it, it was just, eh, skip it, folks. Skip it. So if I was going to rank them, I, I fell asleep. This is it. a pretty easy ranking. Set. I like the Uber joke though. That made me laugh. Yeah, oh, that was a bit sort of like a long bow as well. Oh I'm really? Like, I get it. I get it. Uh, yeah, it was. It wasn't a bad joke. I thought yeah. it was a clever joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. Uh, yeah. So if I was going to rank them way at the bottom, so bottom of the barrel, I would say Zombieland Double Tap, then the original Zombieland, and at the top, I'd put Shaun of the Dead because Shaun of the Dead is a better Zombieland movie than either of the Zombieland movies. So are we ranking them with Shaun of the Dead? Yep. I am. Why? Because <laughs> just watch Shaun of the Dead instead. It's a better movie. Oh, okay. There you go. Okay, so we're, we're ranking it with all zombie movies or no, all zombie no, comedy movies? No, just Zombieland movies. So just this this is a category of Zombieland yeah. and Shaun of the Dead. That's right. <laughs> that makes no sense. Well, if they're going to steal jokes from Shaun of the Dead, right, then Shaun of okay, the Dead sure. is officially part of the Zombieland right. canon then. Sure, okay. And it's the best movie, so there you go. All right, fair, fair enough. Well, zombie, uh, Shaun of the Dead is a better movie. I agree with you there. There you go. So just go and watch that instead. But there you go. Zombieland Double Tap. Hope it was everything you wanted it to yeah. be. As we mentioned before, if you were a fan of the original Zombieland, if you didn't like Zombieland Double Tap, or if you loved it, if you thought it was better than the original, please let us know. I want to hear people's opinions. Definitely. I watched this with a fan of Zombieland, the first one. Oh, yeah? They did not appreciate the second one. So no, there you go. But there's got to be someone out there. Maybe it's Jesse Eisenberg. Maybe he was yeah. like, this is the best piece of work I've ever done. Yeah, there was a lot of Jesse Eisenberg at this movie. Too I much tell you Jesse that. Eisenberg. <laughs> yes. So yeah, you can let us know. Send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Or you can just leave us a comment on this episode's page on the Podbean site. Plenty of ways you can let us know all your gripes or loves for Zombieland Double Tap. Mm-hmm. So before we wrap it up for another week, let's talk about what we're going to be discussing. Let's talk about what we're going to be predicting more so. Next week, we're going back to another standard episode of predicting a movie. Putting on our predicting hats. We're going to go investigate movie trailers, this actual is, movie trailers. Yes. And what you're saying that Zombieland... Oh, it didn't have a trailer. Didn't have so a trailer. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be predicting the upcoming movie. I think it was created by the same people who made John Wick. I'm not sure in what capacity we'll find out next week, but we're talking about the upcoming Bob Odenkirk movie, Nobody. Yeah, we're talking about Nobody. Yeah, exactly. Actually, Nobody. So I don't know too much about this movie. I'm sure you're the same. No, it looks like a spy assassin movie. Yeah, it looks very much in the same vein as John Wick. I don't do any work until I have to do. Yeah, I'm have the to same. cover the episode. I'm you know, I was, I was all focused on Zombieland Double Tap. So but I think this is a movie that people are excited about. So Are they? I think we'd be remiss if we didn't cover it. All right. It might be one of the most talked about movies of 2021. Who These knows? kind of movies are always hard. Yes. Movies with twists in them. Ah. Yes. Oh, man. It is going to be a chore. But let us know if you have any theories. Yeah, if you think you know what's going to happen in Nobody. Is it just going to be John Wick, but with Bob Odenkirk instead of Keanu Reeves? I think it is. That'd be cool. I think that's what they're going for. Really? Yeah. Watch the trailer. You'll see. Okay. But yeah, we'll be back to discuss that in depth next week. And until then, wear your sunscreen. Until then, nut up or shut up. (laughs) 
It's so 2009. She's dating a musician! Hey, come on, dude. Don't you think you're, like, overreacting? Maybe, like, a little bit? Yeah, yeah. No, I could, I could be uh, overreacting. I'm, I'm sorry. You're right. You go ahead. And he's a pacifist. He has survived on a strict policy of conflict avoidance. Like Gandhi. I really, I have nothing against uh, pacifists. I just want to beat the shit out of them. <laughs>